He who laughs at himself never runs out of things to laugh about. Epictetus. Hope I pronounced that correctly. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. Wisdom Worth Knowing can be subscribed on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and where every other podcast is distributed. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E. .wisdomworthknowing.org. He who laughs at himself never runs out of things to laugh about. Epictetus. I think it's Epictetus. Really should have looked that up before I started the episode. <laughs> Are you the kind of person who takes life incredibly seriously? Do you take it so seriously, in fact, that you have no ability to laugh at other things, let alone yourself? Also, do you possess the humility, necess humility necessary to laugh at yourself? Those are the questions we're going to talk about and unpack a little bit this morning and hopefully have a little bit of fun with it. So I do have a tendency, in case you haven't noticed, we're on episode 82 at the moment. I do have the, uh, the tendency to take things a little bit too seriously, especially when I'm doing a podcast, right? So this is serious stuff. We must, we must be serious all the time. But um, generally speaking, in my day-to-day, -day, I, I do try to inject quite a bit more levity when I can. Obviously, if I'm in a current life situation where I'm in a high-stress environment or I'm going through a season of depression or anxiety, and I do talk about going through seasons of stuff pretty regularly on the show, but if I am going through one of those seasons, it does become more difficult to laugh at myself. Because generally speaking, as life starts to get serious, we get serious and then we don't want to laugh because it's not funny. We have serious things to do. But humor is one of those things and, and a good sense of humor is one of those things that's kind of a, it's a free antidote, right? It's a free reprieve of the seriousness of our situation. And humor itself is sort of a... Um, a necessary part of, of knowing the truth, because as you start to cope with reality, reality is kind of ugly and it's super depressing a lot of the time and stressful a lot of the time. And so it's really easy to, to, to get crushed under the weight of that. I hope, I hope I'm saying that right. I, I just feel like that's, we can carry the weight of the world on our shoulders if we choose to. And so when I find myself in that situation where I have this tendency to be in this super serious mood, uh, or as the, uh, what do people say? Super serial, super serious mood. I, uh, I try to remember just how tiny I am. And I think humility is, is one of the, the most important components to this, the successful sense of humor thing. Cause even, even this quote where he describes he who laughs at himself Right. Because if we cannot laugh at just how absurd our own behavior is, and it is absurd most of the time, 
then then we're taking our behavior very seriously. And while it is important to take what we do seriously, of course, and to be an adult and do the adulting thing, we do have to come to terms with the fact that in reality, life is not that, doesn't have to be that serious. And two things that help me with this. Like if you're one of the people who's like, man, I just can't laugh about anything. And I've been through seasons of that, by the way. The two things that really help me, the first one is realizing how powerless we really are over most things. And while that may terrify you or, or crush you, I mean, think about when you're a kid. That's generally kids have a, kids are better at, at laughing. You know, they're better at having a sense of humor. And I think that's because they've, they've already conceded, you know, early in their lives, just out of necessity that they, they know, they already know that like, I'm, I'm, I'm along for the ride. There's nothing I can do. I'm very, I'm helpless. I'm powerless. I have no resources. I have no control over my situation. I just, it just is what it is. And so kids, they just, they, they kind of wear life on their sleeves. They, they carry it around loosely, you know? And I think that kind of frees them from the, the illusion that they have control over their situations. And so it allows them to be in a better position to laugh about things. When we're adults, we, we have this illusion that we have control and we need to maintain control and we have to be serious. And, and in a lot of ways, we do have to maintain control of our emotions. But laughter is one emotion that we, we really need to learn to just let loose. You know, because I do find that there's a kind of this battle in ourselves. If we're if we're in if we're the kind of person who does need to discipline our emotions. We we need to discipline our anger and discipline our our greed and discipline our lust and conform them to reality and become stronger and be able to endure, you know, and, and these are all good things, by the way, being able to do this. You know, it's a, it's important to be able to discipline our emotions so that we don't allow those to destroy our lives because they can become destructive. Laughter is one of the emotions that we can really just, just say, you know what, just let it out. This is one of the emotions that it's okay to cut loose on. And I think that's one of the reasons I like it so much is because if you find something that makes you laugh, hang on to it. There's something there. Because it's like a it's like a release valve for your life. And if you can't, if you don't have a release valve of some kind, and, and I do mean release valve in the sense of it's a healthy release valve, right? Because there's a lot of things we do with our pent up anger and frustration and stress. You know, uh, we, we, as that pressure builds, we may try to drink it away. We may try to eat it away, you know, whatever our habit is, you know, whatever our habit of choice is. By the way, I'm not judging these methods. I've actually done all of them. (laughs) I think I've tried just about every release valve there is, but humor is one of the release valves that I think really, really is a natural healing release. And, and if you find something that makes you laugh, hang on to that, especially if you know what, have a person who makes you laugh, you know, when you, I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday and it's just, we were just cracking up about something that was going on in our lives. And we were laughing about politics and laughing about everything that was going on in the world. And, 
And I know it's really, if, if you're watching the news cycle right now, it's like, what, how could you possibly be laughing about this? It's like, well, you have to, right? If you, if you take it so seriously, it will, it will crush you. You know, if you don't, if you don't laugh at the absurdity of it all every once in a while, you just, it'll crush you, you know, so it's very therapeutic. So like I said, if you find someone or something that makes you laugh, hold on to it and revisit it frequently. And, and it could be a movie, it could be a a news source, it could be a TV show, it could be whatever it is. And then when you start feel the, you kind of start to feel the, the pressures of life closing in on you and you start to feel like everything is so serious and it's going to come to an end. And I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. By the way, this is, this is me. When you start to feel this way, tap into that, you know, life is, uh, is meant to be fun as well. And so if we don't balance the, the anxiety and the responsibility and the stress and the controlling of our emotions, if we don't balance that out with something that, that, that is healing and releasing and also healthy, then, well, that's not good. You know, that's just not a good thing. And so, like I said, the, the first part is, you know, we'd really just not, we have to not take things so seriously. You know, that's, that's like the first, one of the first elements. And Secondly, we, we do need to understand that we are not alone. Because I think isolation is humor. It, it isolation, isolation destroys humor. It just does. So feeling like we are tragically alone in our struggles, in our life, in our current situations... Nothing will destroy humor faster than, than to, to think that we are the only ones suffering. And we are the only ones dealing with the absurdity of life. And I'm going to dig into that a little bit more. But first, this show is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. So pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up for this limited time offer for my listeners right now. Speaking of Audible, audiobooks, um, funny audiobooks are highly recommended. I, um, the very first audiobook which was given to me by a buddy was uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And if you have not seen this movie or heard, or heard this book, definitely worth checking out. It's very sarcastic. It's very British humor. It's very dry. Um, but it's also very clever and witty. It's one of the reasons I like British humor. Monty Python I grew up with, and man, so much good stuff. 
uh, IT Crowd, one of my favorite shows. Um, because I was an IT guy, by the way. I'm, a, I'm formally trained in information technology. But uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, great book. Uh, it is on Amazon Audible. And the, the voice actor on it just nails it. It's somebody pretty famous, actually. Uh, Hitchhiker's, I'm going to look it up. I'm doing it to you guys. Hikers, Guide to the Galaxy, audiobook. Stephen Fry. <laughs> uh, I think so. Wait a minute. No, I think he wrote it. Audiobook narrator. Maybe it's Douglas Adams. Who did it? Who did it? I have to know. No, narrated by Stephen Fry. That's what I thought. Stephen Fry is a com- is a uh, a comedian, by the way. I believe. I I should know that. I I I see his face in my head. Yeah, he's a he's like a he's an actor and comedian, but uh, he's does such a good job on that audiobook and highly recommend it. Sorry, that was kind of a segue, but but if you sign up for Audible at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org, you'll help the show, but also you'll help yourself. <laughs> Pick up Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You will not regret it. It's a it's just so much fun. So, anyways, the uh, the second part of this is. That humility part is is in not knowing you're not is knowing you're not alone, right? I try to I do try to on the show emphasize the reality of our situation and and there's no there's no struggle that you have that we don't ha- have. Like there's two ways we can look at our current situation of of helplessness. It's like oh man, I'm powerless. I have no control over my life. Well, I shouldn't say that. I have no control over the things that happen to me in the world. And there's very little I can do about controlling other people. It's super depressing. I struggle with things and they're terrible, horrible things like anxiety and depression and lust. And I just, it's just so awful. You could look at it that way or (laughs) I'm so helpless. There's nothing I can do to change anybody. Uh, I keep doing the same dumb things over and over again. Don't know why. Even though I keep trying not to. It just keeps happening. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, so, so see how I mean? It's like there's two different ways we can really look at ourselves. The, the, the first way is, is, is when we're taking life so ridiculously seriously. And I have a tendency to do this, by the way. That... We think that honestly taking it seriously is a good thing. And it's really not. It's it's good maybe at first just so we can kind of develop the habit of doing it. But after a while, if you take it too seriously, you'll just give up. It's not fun. Like life's not fun if you take it so seriously. And the more complex the issues you're dealing with, and I, I talk about issues pretty complex on this show, the more complex the, the the load that you're carrying, the the less serious you need to take it. This is heavy stuff, right? When you're dealing with with the depression in your life and the sadness in your life and the in the what's going on in the world, you know, when you're dealing with all this stuff, it's heavy stuff, you know. Adding unreasonable seriousness to the equation just makes it worse. You know, it's like so a good strategy for this, too, is, is just to kind of try to find the thing about it that's just so absurd. And once you start to observe human behavior, 
and you observe your, your, your own individual human behavior, by the way. Once you start to observe, absurd, observe the absurdity of it, and then you find the absurdity in it, and you find a way to laugh at it, it does lose its power over you. And right now, as a culture, we actually struggle with humor, you know, because there's a lot of serious, crazy things going on in the world, and we're more aware of them now than we ever have been. Uh, the social media and news cycle is such that the things we're dealing with are constantly pretty dramatic. The world's an ugly, scary, terrible place. And so coming to terms with that is not fun, you know? But there's not, there's, I guess maybe here's the trap that we fall into. We, if we laugh about it, we assume we're not taking it seriously. But the opposite is actually true. Because if you're laughing about something and not at something, those are two different things. You know, and, and of course, there's certain things you just can't laugh about because they're so serious and so disturbing that you're like, that's not funny. <laughs> but. Um, but, yeah, so I think I think it's a, a nice antidote to the everyday life. And if you can't laugh about this specific thing and find the absurdity in it, then. And, and you're surrounded by so many things that are so serious and so dramatic and so terrible all the time. Well, here's another trick I'm going to give you, and I don't recommend this very often. I'm going to give you a prescription. It's not a medical prescription because I'm not a doctor. I'm going to give you a prescription. If, you are, if your life is such that the, 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 tra- the trauma and the heaviness of whatever it is that you're carrying around with you or exposed to are on a daily basis are so serious they cannot be laughed about or no absurdities can be found to be laughed about then first of all i'm sorry that that's i'm sorry that and that does people some people do go through seasons of that when in which their lives are a literal tragedy so what can you laugh about there's one thing that you can do and that is insulate yourself in comedy and i know this sounds dumb i know it sounds ridiculous but start binge watching stand up comics. If you are not good at laughing about things or seeing the humor in things, then start training yourself to see the humor in things. Start just binge watch stand up comedy. Pull up whatever your favorite streaming service is. Type in stand up comedians. Don't be picky. Don't be choosy. Don't look up their political affiliations and just start playing them. And once you find somebody who just kind of finds that nice cross section, because here's the thing about comedians is many of them grew up, grew up in a tragic life situation. Many of the best comedians in the world, you will be shocked to see what their home life was like. And many of them leveraged comedy to cope with the tragedy of life. This is just a fact. Humor is an essential release to the tragedy of life. And good, the greatest comedians who ever lived found the art of tapping into the healing power of, of comedy. And that's why we love them so much. Because they do, they have this, this talent of, of extracting the absurdity and extracting the irony and extracting the hypocrisy and pointing out the ridiculousness of, of tragedy and 
and, and literally giving you the tools to cope with it. Perfect example of this is uh, one of my favorite comedians, modern comedians, is uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. And this guy, he, he's just so good. But I was, it's pretty common around our household for us to, to when things get serious, to, for one of us to just inject one of those, one of his skits into our everyday lives. And, and we take this for granted, right? It's like Sebastian Mascalco is kind of a healer in his way. You know, like these comedians are kind of healers in their way. Because when one of our family members does one of the absurd things that Sebastian, because we've all watched it together, you know, the people in my family, warning, there's a language issue there. He's He does have some bad language. We can take that serious situa situation and flip it upside down on its head because we can just start injecting a skit that's totally relevant to whatever ridiculous behavior we're doing at the time. And then we can instantly turn that situation like a snap into a, not only a situation that is, that is healing and fun, but we can also turn it into a situation that is that we connect on. It's like, wow, we are all connecting in this absurdity now. And that's what I love about humor. It, it's really you know, now that I'm talking about this show, I even I need to kick on some stand-up. If we if we have too much heaviness and seriousness in our lives, and we we just, we we forget how to laugh, and that, I think that's normal. Um, then we got to go to the masters, man. We have to go back to the masters who have refined and perfected this art and learn to cope again. You know, learn how to, to, to tap into this release valve of life because the more serious life becomes, the more we're going to need to laugh about it. Because uh, humor, like I said, is a, is a remedy in a lot of ways or an antidote to the heaviness of everyday life. And here's the cool thing about this. I can give you this advice and I don't even have to be a comedian. You know, like you know in your head when you were growing up, you had you had favorite movies, you had your favorite TV shows and... Man, you would just laugh and laugh and laugh. Sometimes so hard you'd cry and go back to those things. Pull them up today. Pull them up this afternoon. Pull up the, just pop in your earbud and listen to the movie. Like, you know what it looks like. Just listen to it in the background. You know, uh, listen to your favorite comedian and laugh for an hour. You know, forget about everything. And I, I genuinely think comedians are essential to a healthy society and that's why in if you look at the news cycle and i don't know where things are at right now as you're listening to this podcast but we went through this whole awkward cancel culture thing and we're still going through it in which we all became socially conscious conscious of the world and everything going on it so quickly and so tragically fast that we have no idea how to cope with it and then when people make jokes we rip them down we cancel them because we're like, you need to take this seriously because we're taking it seriously. Not realizing that comedians do take it seriously. That's why the jokes are funny. You know, because if you can't point out the, they know that if we cannot point out the absurdity of it, it's going to destroy us. The com, the comedians know I think this is why they're so incredibly frustrated. They come out and they say, like, I got so many jokes I can't say, and it makes me sad. 
or makes me angry and frustrated because I'm going to offend somebody. And, and when I do offend them, they're going to cancel me and I'm going to lose my career. It's like they know that the reason it frustrates them to express that they can't express that joke is because they know that joke will help people. It's not meant to hurt people. Humor is not meant. It does offend people because those people take those jokes so seriously. They don't realize that that's what they need. They need to be forced into a position of humility. You need to be able to laugh at yourself. If you can't, your seriousness in, in the drama of your life will crush you. And so you are biting the hand or you're, you're canceling the very people that you need the most. You need people in your life who will point at you and say, you're being ridiculous. And that's hilarious. <laughs> you just do. And when I was growing up, this was, this was just, this was just part of culture. Yes. Comedy was edgy. Yes. Comedy was offensive. Yes. It was awkward. Yes. It was, and it was offensive to everybody. And that was okay. We didn't care. We knew, we knew the being of occasionally upset about a comedian making fun of us or our group was was part of the cost you know in fact it was it was a necessary cost because it would keep people humble and that's okay it's okay for people to point out the ridiculousness of our behavior it keeps us humble the the moment where you're like you're laughing and you're like yeah i do that the jerk how dare he point that out it's like you need that you need that self-reflection or that that inflection you need that um insight into the ridiculousness of your, of your behavior because it it puts you in a position of humility where you can laugh about it and by the way you can try not to be ridiculous <laughs> some of the stuff is is true that's why it's funny and it's like oh wow i do that that comedian's right and i'm laughing about it so he was able to communicate a truth to me about myself without offending me you know that's that's awesome. You know, comedians are magicians, wizards almost. And, and it's really, really sad that we don't take them as seriously. I shouldn't say seriously. It's sad that we don't take comedians seriously. That's funny. It's really sad that we don't value them as much as we should. And, and it's frustrating that we don't value them as much as we should. So today support your favorite comedian, by the way, they all get, they all get, uh, credit if you watch their shows on streaming networks because they're usually paid by watch time or listen time uh if you get the an audio book of your favorite comedian or if you get a audio recording of one of their stand-ups go support your favorite comedian right now because unfortunately right now it's very difficult to be one but you know what they're fighting for it you know and i've, I've just watched some of the interviews with comedians right now you're look up your favorite comedian you're like i haven't heard from him in a while Watch an interview with them. First of all, you'll probably laugh because they'll have funny jokes. Second of all, you'll see how frustrated they are because there's they, they miss the healing power. I'm telling you, they're like, they're like, and what is the word? They have a gift and it's being repressed. And that's not good. We, we need that. We need humor. We need it. This has been a fun episode. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. Before you go, please swing by your favorite social network on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble and leave a like, share, or subscribe. Also, 
Make sure you leave a review on one of the major podcast networks, including Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or whatever network you may have subscribed to the podcast on. This show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. And uh, until next time, he who laughs at himself never runs out of things to laugh about. So if you haven't laughed late, lately, put pull up some stand-up comedy, start binge-watching, find somebody you connect with, and keep that in your life. And make sure you support them, too, in whatever way you can. So until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can. Because that's all we can do. Have a great day.